he can walk out be I kissed her and she kissed me Like a fellow once said Ain't that a kick in the head Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football Everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League and the World Cup I'm joined, wow, for the first time in a long time I'm joined by Paul How are you today Paul? Uh, a bit tired actually A bit tired, did you sit up last night to watch the opening ceremony? Uh, unfortunately yes Unfortunately yes Did you watch the game or just the opening ceremony? I watched the first half and then tiredness got the better of me I'm okay. not, not as young as I once was So speaking about not being as young as you once were You weren't the only person who was on TV last night that's not as young as you once were uh, I'm going to assume the reason why we chose this week's intro music which was... Ain't that kicking the head by Robbie Williams? Ain't that kicking the head by Robbie Williams? Um, yeah, um, yeah. Robbie Williams opened the 2018 World Cup with a rendition of all his 1998 greatest hits. To be fair, he did re- he did release a new album like two years ago. Okay. Did he what, sing what, any of those songs? Wikipedia. No. If I knew all the songs he was singing, he played any new stuff. I mean, it was pretty. It, it was pretty incredible. That I mean, you you wonder if maybe Robbie Williams is to Russia what David Hasselhoff is to Germany, <laughs> and maybe that's why he was there. Yeah, did did, did he did the half open the two thousand six World Cup? <laughs> I think so. I'm not really sure, but quite why they chose Robbie Williams to open the two thousand eighteen World Cup in Russia. Uh, if anyone knows. If anyone has any contacts at FIFA or Brown Envelopes or whatever, then please let us know. Because uh, I think the whole world wonders exactly why that man was singing rock DJ uh, and so on, yeah? But do you think Port Vale will ever get mentioned on Korean TV, except for yesterday? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Um, and I don't think anyone... I mean, I think Diana Ross opened the the American World Cup by missing a penalty and I think Robbie Williams did a fantastic job of opening it by giving everyone on national world, not just national, world TV the finger <laughs> at the very end when he stuck his finger up what a chap <laughs> you guys are legend, absolute legend you just anyway, mentioned, uh, what's the name? Diana Ross um, they announced the host of the 2026 World Cup on Wednesday they went with the USA, Mexico and Canada. You got any thoughts about that? Um, Again, versus Morocco? Well, it's 2026, right? So by that point in time, I'm sure Diana Ross won't be able to hobble to the penalty spot, never mind run that she did before, right? Um, so I don't think we'll see her. But, um, but I mean, I, I have my own opinions on American football, soccer, really? MLS. I never knew that. Whatever you want to call it. Do I believe the World Cup should be hosted in a country that can't even call it by its proper name? No, I don't. Um, so that's it. But, but, that being said, do I think America, Mexico and Canada is a better option than Morocco? I would, I would have to say yes. But it's, uh, I, I don't know, because America had it in 94, Mexico had it in 86 and sometime before that. It does seem a little bit soon for a country to have a game. never held it and yeah. I think they've qualified maybe once, but... Uh, it, it, it does seem... Uh, I mean, it, it, 
as you said, they, they held it in 94. It doesn't seem as if it's really that, that long since they last held it. And it's not as if they're a, a bastion of, of football. I mean, I can, you, you can understand, even for me, I can understand why England might get it, you know, like a couple of times. Uh, Brazil, obviously, like countries like that. But quite why America's got it again, I don't, I don't really know. Money. Money. But the thing is, they at least... This time, when we have a Mexican wave four minutes into the opening match, uh, the Phantom won't complain as much as he did last night when he said, F them all, I'm off to bed. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting that literally four minutes into the opening game, we're doing Mexican waves already. Um, I guess that was because nobody had actually looked at the city defence up until that point. But, but that, I guess that could be a cultural thing, right? It's like, yeah. it's like in Korea, uh, when goalkeepers take a kick... The, the fans of that goalkeeper do the whole Ooh. yeah whereas in the UK the other fans of the opposition don't to put them off right? yeah yeah. so maybe it's just a I've always, that is something that I found quite strange when I first came here was that we actually cheered them kicking the ball out and I was like why are we jeering our own player and I realised that that's what it was yeah anyway this week's show uh, obviously World Cup themed we have Robbie as the intro uh, we're going to talk a little bit I guess about Korea's slim to none <laughs> chances uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we missed and saw last night talk about the, the World Cup in general uh, there's no K-League for the next couple of weeks uh, if you're a Songnam fan there's been no K-League for five weeks already um, I wanted to ask you about that yeah horrendous let's move on thanks um, is that all down to one player? Um, yeah, your man who's with the World Cup squad I, I can't see it no but to be honest, like, we'll talk about that when we get to the K2, yeah? Oh, we can start with the K2 now if you want. When you finish saying what we're going to talk about. Uh, and then that's it. And then I guess we'll talk about the big news. Uh, the big news that Daegu have signed the Scourge of John Book, um, the guy who played for Buriram, who scored a couple of goals against him in the first leg. Uh, he joined Daegu this week. So now we don't need to talk about that because we've just done that. I guess. And um, another another sort of bits and pieces. Uh, was it last week or early this week? North Korean ex North Korean manager signed for Incheon. Uh, yeah, last week I think. Yeah. You get any opinion about that? Is I don't. It, is he going to do well? Wait, I don't think he could do any worse than the managers who have been there in the last couple. Of, um, the managers years. who've kept them up from seemingly impossible positions. Yeah, but who have also kept them in that seemingly impossible position as well, so to speak. Um, I don't know, I think, I think it'll be interesting. They signed or re-signed uh, Songnam's Nam Jun Day. Nam Jun Jae, even. Uh, he played with Incheon a few years back. Um, interesting. He, you know, like another example of someone who does military service and then comes back to the club, doesn't fit in and then gets transferred, right? He just returned at the end of last season. We played him in the playoff against the police. He was absolutely honking. I said at the time it was a stupid idea, and now he's been sold or transferred or traded or whatever it is to Incheon. So the North Korean boy's first first signing was Nam Jun Jae. Not quite sure how much say he, he had in that one, to be to be honest. Yeah. But anyway, K2. K2 is finished. Uh, if you were listening to podcasts recently, the Phantom thought K2 was actually finished anyway, because some of them were so far ahead. We now sit second spot, one point behind the police, after what can only be described as a Su-1-FC-esque collapse. <laughs> so, I, I'm not sure what games have been taking place since we last 
did the podcast but do you want to take us through well, recently so you got beat at the weekend right so basically in the last five games we've managed to amass four points from, from, from 15 so we've dropped 11 points uh, which considering the fact that we had gone until Asain beat us so we talked about this with the, with the Phantom but until Asain beat us uh, 2-1 down in Ansan not Asain Ansan uh, we actually hadn't lost so we've done something ridiculous like I can't remember how many games like 11 games without defeat and now we've dropped 11 points in the last 5 a so a we wobble, lost a blip uh, a wobble a blip the, the Anstan game was a wobble uh, we brought up we bounced back by destroying Dejon pretty easily um, can't even remember the score there was that many goals 4-1 or something hmm. uh, then we drew one each with Anyang that was poor that was really poor last minute goal from Anyang that was the day I went to the baseball instead of football then um, we had the midweek game where we lost uh, to the police went a goal up after two minutes and then collapsed three goals in the second half ended up pulling one back uh, finished 3-2 or 4-2 4-2 so four goals in the second half Uh, and then we lost at the weekend on Sunday Sunday passed at home to Busan a 81st minute deflected shot from distance so the last time I did a podcast, you were crying about best team in career. No, but I wasn't. I have always maintained the fact that I didn't think we would go all season unbeaten, and I didn't. And I still wasn't saying that we'd won the league or that we would be guaranteed promotion. The Phantom was the one who kept saying it. I in the last podcast after Hong Kong, what I said was, in every year of a World Cup, we've won something. Uh, it looks like it could be the K2 this year is what I said and then it's all went the shape of a pear <laughs> um, so at least I know what to buy you for Chusok <laughs> yeah hankies <laughs> a pear, <laughs> a pear. Um, so the problem is that we've just I don't know I mean like, the intensity in the midfield is gone uh, he's Nam's really been chopping and changing a lot of players uh, Murala was missing for the Pusan game uh, suspended or injured I'm not really quite sure to be perfectly honest uh, Ider has now been getting played only in second halves mm. uh, not, I have no idea where, where that's come from uh, Big Orsulich isn't even getting near, near the squad uh, I met the big man um, a couple of weeks back uh, bumped into him down in Pankyo crossing the bridge he was, I was hobbling across it because I had a sore back and he was like dancing down it so there's nothing wrong with him injury wise he was out with his uh, girlfriend they were getting ready to go into Shanti department store um, so if you're listening big man it was, it, was, it was great to see you sorry I had to rush but Sunday privates you know what I mean <laughs> man's got to make money um, so um, so basically yeah I was talking to him briefly uh, he, he did say that because um, I said to me you know, like, do you think you're going to run now that um, this was before the police game before the an, the, the Asan game I said, do you think that you'll get more of a run now that Union Sons went to the World Cup and he looked at me with this look of disgust when he plays on the left and I was all sorry so he does <laughs> right um, so then but he did say that the two boys who are playing in front of him deserve to be played they've now shipped five goals in two games so uh, if he's still there come the come July I think he'll be back in the team because Nam's got to do something 
to turn it around. So they've got a month to regroup, or what? Three Two weeks. weeks. Three first weeks. game is 30th of June. Okay. So the first game is back, I think, yeah, 30th of June, away to uh, Buchan, who are now sitting uh, only... Two points behind us? Yeah, but they've yeah. been horrifically inconsistent as yeah. well. Yeah. They've chucked some points away. So I think it's like the police are first, uh, Songnam are second by a point, and Pusan are third by another couple of points, and now Pusan are back in the race again after after beating us on, on, on Sunday. Uh, the bottom of the table clash was between Anyang and Ela and um, Suwon FC, and Suwon won that one. Uh, scored a penalty. Um, earlier in the first half and then missed a penalty late in the second half and they're just behind Eland but Eland have played Eland have missed two games because of that ultra festival right right which is not the same as all the fan groups going to one place and singing songs I mean the, the ultra music festival which is a yeah EDM I think electronic dance music I don't know it just seems to be people that wear very little clothes to be perfectly honest like, I remember last year waiting on the baseball like, outside as everyone was arriving um, and it was just literally like it was a day after my wedding and I was like Whoa. <laughs> it was mental like, and you're like oh I've made a huge mistake <laughs> I made a huge mistake <laughs> like, but I mean it's just all these kids like, in bikinis and that's just the men <laughs> do you know what I mean like, it's the same they like, both like, it was, it was the guys walking up the street topless it's crazy. I don't know what goes on at that festival when it gets darker. I assume it's what back in the day we used to call a rave. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I guess in Korea there's no, there's no like, uh, there's no, there's no ecstasy in more ways than one, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough that may get pulled off the air. Um, so I mean, Paul, obviously uh, K1 has been finished for, for a while. Um, We've just, we've just got my take on the Sol Chumbuk game from whenever that was. Well, I don't think we should go down that road, no. But um, I mean, given given that it's been a few weeks, um, I mean, now you, you've a time to kind of reflect on it. Do you are you still of the belief that maybe bringing the caretaker, making the caretaker manager permanent was a bad idea? Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that, that was that conversation shot down. Okay. Sol have actually got seven games coming up this week. Uh, if you've got time and inclination, they're playing various university teams in a, in a training camp down in Chonan. Okay. Um, games, uh, a couple on the weekend. I think maybe Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Okay. So go down and check them out. See if they're improving. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen Seoul play for two years. I, I mean, has anyone to be perfectly honest? <laughs> but. Okay. Once or twice I have. Once or twice, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just against the Blue Wings, basically, right? <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, like, do you think that realistically? Because I guess we'll look at World Cup predictions in a minute, right? But but realistically, where do you see Seoul finishing this year? Sixth. You think? So you think they'll be in top six? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Surely, surely they've got to make a signing or two and make a charge. If they don't. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Daegu have made signings, or are signing at least. Uh, they're supposed to have a Japanese under 23 trading with them right now. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, Incheon got shot their manager, uh, brought in the North Korean manager. Don't know what that's going to do, to, to be honest, but we'll see. Uh, meanwhile, John Am seemed to be just letting everyone go that even remotely resembles 
a player. <laughs> um, so uh, the Australian defender Maracha, uh, he's he's away. He left as well during the week. So yeah, John, I'm, I'm not going to push you. Uh, so yeah, I think I think um, so. We'll probably finish top six, but I don't, I don't think they'll do much better than sixth. To be perfectly honest, I, I think ACL is not something that's likely to happen. I think they should just tank the league and focus on the cup. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, when I said ACL is not likely to happen, I didn't mean you won't be there next year. I meant you're not going to get one of the automatic spots, but you could win the cup. Although the draw wasn't particularly kind, so. Uh, the first round was okay. Like Kyung Nam away or something like that. Yeah, giving them away and then Jeju at home. Jeju at home or something like that, right? Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. But still, a good cup team. <laughs> what? Because they won one of the three finals they went. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Exactly. Fair point. Fair point. Emmy, talking about good good cup teams. Who who do you think is a good cup team for, for the World Cup? Who do you? Who's your money going on? Who's the smart? Who's the smart poll money going on? Smart money is going to be presumably on Germany or Brazil. Yeah. But okay. Outside. Out, outside chance. How about how about England? Okay. Interesting. Uh, smart money. Yeah. I've my bonus question. I'm just going to reveal it. My bonus for the the, the prediction league was Germany. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think Germany will win it. But an outside chance, France. France. Because. If France can not take any of the three Celtic players, they must be really good. <laughs> if they can choose to, to leave all three French Celtic players at home, they must be exceptional. That's that, that's my reasoning behind why France are going to win the World Cup. Are there no English Celtic players? I don't think so. There's an Australian and a Belgian, but I don't think there's any English ones. No, there's none. Not right now. Oh yeah, there is Scotty Sinclair, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scott Sinclair's English, right? He's not there in the World Cup. He's he's not. He's in Paris, uh, proposing to the Coronation Street actress. Okay. Whose name escapes me right now? I don't know. I, I don't think Germany are uh, as impressive as they might have been in pre- prior to previous World Cups. Yeah. But you can never write them off, can you? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, and, and they'll, they'll always end up somehow managing to get drawn against England, right? At some point in one of the in one of the, the knockout stages, um, and then you'll find the whole of Scotland when they're in their Germany tops. I mean, I guess the fact that the World Cups in Europe means it's likely to be a European side that wins. I think so. I mean, I'd, I would be surprised if Germany and there or thereabouts, to be to be perfectly honest. Um, Few people tipping Belgium as an outside chance. Ah, I think that's pretty far outside. Yeah. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. When Belgium is depending on Derek Boyata, the Celtic defender, uh, as their as their centre back, that's when you realise that they're going to get up five nil a game. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't even know who's in Belgium's group, but they're losing. England. <laughs> that was a joke. I know it's England for God's sake. Okay, so let's go into the serious crux and the serious talk. Just, the serious just one more question. Oh really? Yeah, Spain just got a shot of their manager the day before the World Cup starts. Yep. Is that going to torpedo their chances? I don't think they had a chance. Okay. I think the Spain of four eight years ago. Do you know what I mean? You know that was the greatest midfield in, in the world, right? I mean, it was a fantastic team. They, they had fantastic players. But I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, everyone. I, I don't really know if they can. I think Spain are now going to be the same as the as the Spain I grew up watching, which was a, a good team. 
but just I was I was fell like sort of fell at the end, right? They're gonna be in England. Yeah, looking back on. 40 years of hurt in 30 years time I mean looking I'll, I'll be honest I, I'm not going to say it because I, I, I would cry but you, you've got to give England a, 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 at least a chance of getting out of their group right <laughs> isn't that the bare minimum they should be doing especially in the group they're in yeah. I mean they've, they've, they'll probably win that group I don't know Belgium might, might win the group England second uh, and then I don't know who, who that pairs England with after that um but I definitely think England have got a chance. I, I, I think they've got more of a chance this World Cup than any of the last four or three, because I don't think they were at one four years ago, four cups ago, four times ago. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Okay. Then were they okay? Uh, but yeah, I think they've. 2002, 2006, 2010, 2014. They've been the last five. Were they in 2002? Yeah. I thought I, I thought they did. 98. The last one they missed was 94. I didn't think they made it to, to Korea. They're in Japan, but oh, okay, that's why I didn't think they made it then. Okay, um, so yeah, uh, Korea series talk. Korea obviously start their World Cup next Monday. Monday, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. I'll be there. City Hall. Not in Russia. <laughs> I'll be in City Hall. Yeah, watching it, uh, taking videos, trying to get myself on on the Copa website. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I mean Sweden is it Sweden Germany Mexico Sweden Mexico Germany Sweden Mexico Germany um, Sweden going to be the one that the most most cameramen want to be at well Shin, Shin Taeyong <laughs> has been playing all these tricks right mind games he's been losing deliberately to Senegal and, yeah. and um, who, they, who they played the other week Bosnia Bosnia no, after that first game they played Bolivia? in Europe some? Uh, was it Bolivia? But anyway, yeah, Bosnia, Bolivia, uh, and Senegal came away with one point and one one draw, two losses. But that was all mind games. He was playing fake formations to so that if the Swedes were watching, they would be confused by his tactics. Yeah, I, I love the idea. I love the idea that you build confidence for a World Cup by playing honking on purpose. Why well, he's not bother playing at all? Well, you, you why not just bother? Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, those comments actually were just embarrassing. Yeah. As they come around saying that Lee Sung was going to be his, his his secret weapon. Well, you've just revealed that your secret weapon is now no longer a secret. Um, I think he should just be quiet. To be perfectly honest, I mean, I don't know if he's being asked questions and feels that he needs to give answers to, to, to the Korean press. I'm not really sure if that's how it works in Korea. It's um, a culture of whatever. But uh, it is embarrassing. I mean, to come out and say, I lost on purpose to... It was after the Bosnia game, right? No, 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 it wasn't. It was with the one midweek. I came out and say, I lost on purpose because it's a trick in case the Swedish scouts were there. Well, that, that, yeah, that's, that, that's just classic, mate. That's, that's just like when I'm down in the pub and I start chatting to a bird... And then she just tells me to get lost and think, oh, I was just warming up. Yeah, it was warming up. Actually, I wasn't really that interested in you. It was your pal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've all done that. <laughs> and we've all said that we are straight face. And some of us have even home with the pal, but the fact of the matter is that when it comes to football, he wasn't playing fake formations, right? Um, Although he did, uh, he did have Ki Sung Young at the centre-back for one game. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I still don't... What? So, so he told the players that? 
it's got a bit of negative impact, surely, right? So anyway, Sweden, uh, the return of the friendship of Miguel Lustig, Celtic <laughs> right back, Celtic and Young. <laughs> Dude, I'm doing it on purpose because there's no one in Sheffield Wednesday at a World Cup ever. Um, but ever, I don't know, maybe Glenn Hoddle. But um, Chris Waddle, you mean? Chris Waddle, I swear that. So that's that. I swear I meant. Chris I Woods. Chris Woods. Okay, fair point. Um, but so yeah, it does. I mean, Sweden. Um, Monday night, 9pm We should take on it, what do you think? It, it, it's going to be, I mean Germany, regardless of how poor they might be looking Not poor, but relatively poor compared to Germany normally uh, Are still going to destroy Korea, you'd have to imagine Yeah Mexico are the completely unknown I mean, unless you're Mexican To be perfect, I know nothing about them at all Uh but I do know that they didn't take I'm joking. Um, but so you've got to imagine that Sweden is the game that Sweden, the best chance. Sweden qualified for the World Cup ahead of Italy. Uh, yeah, didn't they beat them in the playoff? Or ahead of them, right? Yes. Rings a bell. But anyway, yeah. Um, Sweden, they're probably better than you think they are. Well, they were, they, they were able not to take Zlatan. Um, uh, I mean, okay, he has playing. I mean, but um, they've got to be better than you think they are. But uh, again, any team that does need to rely on Mikel Lust to get right back is probably not that strong in defence, right? He's he's not the best. <laughs> so, um, so based on that, but the French Celtic players are gods, are they? Yes. But there's levels of good players in the Celtic team. Are you not saying that the fact that Sweden and uh, Belgium have taken Celtic players mean they're not going to win? But France didn't take any Celtic players, so they are going to win. <laughs> yeah, they, basically, yeah. They've not got any dross in their squad. <laughs> basically, that's what I'm saying, yes. That's how good France must be and how poor Sweden must be. Um, I mean, my is going to be on a, on a tight game, but I think, to be I, I don't know, like... Four years ago, uh, I watched every every Korean game um, with some form of of um, optimism. optimism. Even the one against even the one against Belgium, to be honest, because I felt they had to get something, and Belgium had already qualified for the group, if I remember correctly. Um, but I mean, the the Algeria one was embarrassing, and the Belgium one, Belgium just won whenever they wanted to. So what I'm going to compare them to was the game against Russia when Korea took the lead and then Russia Ikun Ho and then Russia um, equalised, right? So compared to that, I'm going to give Korea the benefit of the doubt that they'll get a draw against Sweden. If they can score. If they can score. They'll have to score, I think. But the thing is, like, if you watch Sonnenman playing in the Premier League, his shots are like rockets into the top corner time after time yep. after time. Put him in a Korean shirt and he's doing the same daisy cutters as everyone else. Does. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I, I've, I've said this like he he is an exceptional player in that Spurs team, but he's woeful in a Korean shirt. You can you can. Like, I mean, remember him as Subban against Colombia, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a simple case of every time a Korean player got the ball, it was we're son, we're son, we're son, right? Um, and it's Shinkin play all the fake tactics that, that, that he wants the fact of the matter is everyone culturally knows that that's what's going to happen that, that Son is the player 
but we can we can talk about in terms of his general play the fact that he gets much better service playing for Spurs but that doesn't explain why he's shooting so mm. poor oh, I agree I, that's, I, I don't understand it's that I don't understand why the son in the Korean shot is so different from the son in the Spurs shot but what, what do you mean the, the uh, warm up games he's been incredibly selfish shall we, shall we say we had that fight with Huang Yichan I'm not sure who it was right he did, he did, he did a little uh, spat yeah and the Korean Herald felt a need to come out and explain it afterwards saying they were not arguing and Son wasn't no Wang wasn't being held back by Key or whoever it was when the photograph I saw was clear he was being held back from punching him right um, but I think that's the thing I mean I think Son does have this idea that he is the superstar I mean he is if he Every team has the one player that's going to carry them. Portugal has Ronaldo, Argentina has Messi, England has Kane. Is the one player who is going to carry them, right? But, so, but Son doesn't carry Korea. But that, that's that was just you took the words right out of my mouth. But Son doesn't carry Korea. Like Son is expected to carry them, but he fails under the expectation. And I've been writing this and saying this and speaking this in a podcast since since the Asian Cup right which was four years ago yeah. when he fluffed his lines against Australia like and against Uzbekistan like, on numerous occasions right um, so I think even though he's going to go against Uzbekistan and he's going to go against Australia he's, he still missed seven or eight chances either side um, so I think that's going to be the same again I think if, if they put everything through us on he's going to need seven or eight Sclaffs, right? Yeah. Until until one of them trundles past the, the Swedish goalkeeper because he was too busy staring at Mina in, in the crowd. Although the chance of Mina being there these days is probably a bit a bit low, right? I mean, she must be about sixty <laughs> by now, right? But um, so back to the battle came. I, I'm going to say a draw. Okay, one all. They'll not score twice, surely. They're not score twice, it won't be two all. So one all? One all. Or one or two one or three one or No, I don't th- I, 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 I don't know enough about this the Swedish attacker midfield as I said, but um I don't think they're gonna steamroller all over Korea to be honest. Um I think uh I think Korea will keep it tight at the back. Uh, and I don't think Sweden have the kind of team that's gonna like, cut them apart. Mexico and Germany different stories but I don't think Sweden because against um, against Bosnia which presumably was was Sweden's sort of yeah copies should we say they were the the uh, stand-ins for Sweden Korea's defence was cut apart three times yeah but Sherman was playing fake tactics then they played Bolivia which presumably stand-ins for Mexico yeah drew nil-nil but Bolivia were poor and the, ne- the next practice match that Bolivia played they, I think they got beat 5-1 by Serbia ok and then they chose Senegal who were the stand-ins for Germany <laughs> I assume uh, Korea were sent stand-ins for Japan yeah yeah. but they lost 2-0 to an own goal and a, a last minute penalty ok in the match that nobody could watch because it was behind closed doors so that Shin wouldn't give his tactics away <laughs> ok um, so it's been all I mean it's still been a good prep. Actually, it's been a shockingly bad prep, right? Mind you, Russia were winless in seven games before last night, and then they come out and pumped Saudi 5-0. Yeah, but that Saudi team was absolutely disgraceful. 
I mean, I know they've they've just come off the back of Ramadan or, or something, but at the end of the day, like seriously, like they were they were they were woeful. They had no clue what they were doing, defence, midfield or up front. Yeah, they have one guy who made some nice runs. The, the basic problem was they kept giving the ball away by passing straight to Russian players yeah. in danger areas as well yeah yeah. I mean it was constant it was, it was really really bad I mean um, I think even Gary Lineker was clear and I'm saying you know how bad must the other Asian teams be uh, if this is if they qualified um, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't actually know who Saudi qualified who's group they qualified through Australia's was it um, yeah Japan and Australia yeah so I mean, it must have been good enough to beat the Aussies, who I don't think are a poor team, to be honest. But uh, they were they were woeful last night. It doesn't mean I I, I don't particularly want to tune in for tonight's excellent is it Iran Morocco tonight. I might I might pass yeah I might pass that one up. I can't believe that's the game at nine o'clock in Spain. Portugal's a game at three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning, right? Um, but I guess they timed that game for the uh, the evening in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, don't give a damn. FIFA just don't give a damn about football fans in Korea, do they? No, not at all. Not since they, not since Blatter was found out to have paid all that money to Korea. So, someone was complaining the other day that two of England's three group games were on at three o'clock in the morning, and saying like, how are we supposed to watch it? Well, I assume that means that time for what three o'clock in the morning would be what, five, uh, three, seven p.m. in the UK. Yeah, prime time, perfect right? time, perfect time to watch it. But yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the sort of five thousand British living in uh, Korea. Yeah. But it's just it's been done because I mean like it's Egypt Uruguay at midnight, so I was going to watch the game that day with my brother before he leaves. Yeah. But I'm not going to watch Iran Iran Morocco or Egypt Uruguay to be perfectly honest, right? Not when there's drinking to be done. Yeah, on the background. Ah, oh, well, well, yeah, if I can find the pub as a TV. But yeah, but anyway, so back to Korea predictions, Paul. I'm I'm, I'm going to see a draw against Sweden. Nothing for one each. Um, yeah, draw. And you get put 60% on a draw, 40% on a loss. Okay. We will be obviously, when I say obviously, I probably should have asked you first. We will be obviously podcasting. Part of the podcast will be coming from City Hall next week. Yeah. I guess you're going to be there. I think we should do a video, a vlog. A vlog, a vcast, a vodcast. A vodcast is when you drink vodka, right? I said we should have a Stevie way back in the day, right? We had, we had many vodcasts. Okay. I guess we'll look at the other games uh, before them. Uh, yeah, that means we have to do a podcast before the uh, Mexico game. Which is on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, is it? Sure. Should be, if they're playing on Monday, it must be like Saturday. Isn't it? Didn't they have a game on Saturday? Yeah, the Saturday game I thought was the, was the really early morning one. Let's have a look. But, well, you're looking. Uh, England... Opening game is the same day as the Korean one. Well, it is against Tunisia. Okay. Three o'clock Tuesday morning. Three o'clock Tuesday morning. Will you be waking up for that? I assume we'll still be together, won't we? (laughs) Korea at nine, Belgium Panama at midnight, Tunisia England at three a.m. and then to work. I may I may pass on the other two. I'll be the Korea one definitely. Poor effort. Poor effort. Uh, England Tunisia. You played England Tunisia in the France World Cup. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, finished one now. Uh, did it. The Korea Mexico game is Saturday night midnight. Okay. Saturday into Sunday. 
which I will be, I guess, at City Hall again. Because that could be an old day. That may not be a good vlog. Yeah, because you've got Belgium, Tunisia at nine. South Korea, Mexico at midnight. Germany, Sweden at 3 a.m. Time. Reconvene Sunday night for England, Panama. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. So I'll get the divorce papers filled in uh, sometime this week. I noticed there was a, an absentee from the uh, the prediction league. Last time I checked, we were up to 39 people. Mm-hmm. Your wife was not one of them. She would have been the magic 40. Um, yeah, she knows about as much about football as me. <laughs> Although she, she does want to watch most of the World Cup games. She actually enjoys watching... I think she just enjoys watching athletic men run around the pitch, to, to be perfectly honest. Was she upset when they when they enforced the booking for taking your shirt off? <laughs> I think she was up, more upset when I took my shirt off. Anyway, um, so that's the the game is next Saturday, and then the final game, twenty seventh of June, is Wednesday at eleven p.m. Fantastic! Watch that one, and then go straight to work <laughs> at one a.m. <laughs> we work very hard. Okay, so I guess all that's left then is. We'll go back to you, obviously, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit more about how that Korea-Sweden game goes uh, when we do next week's podcast. All that's left is for some outro music, something Russian-related. Um, Who's going to win? Who knows? It's just like roulette. Red, it's or, a bit red of, or black? Red or black. 